information episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. This segment is actually a special episode that was recorded in collaboration with Alpha Kappa Alpha, the Epsilon Eta Omega chapter. I want to shout out to Cleo for inviting me to be a special guest. She is and has been an amazing, amazing uh, student and also one of the young ladies that I have been also mentoring over a course of a year. Wow. Cleo, I cannot believe it's been a year already. So I want to say thank you again for having me on your chapter webisode. And for those who are tuning in, please enjoy this episode of Tips in Entrepreneurship. Good evening, everyone. And thank you for joining us. We're happy to have you all. And we're excited tonight because we are going to be speaking today with Lisa Puerto, who is our guest speaker. And tonight, <laughs> there she is. Tonight, we'll be talking about tips in entrepreneurship. So we're excited to have Lisa. Welcome to our last webisode of this series. We're so happy that you all um, have joined us throughout the four webisodes that we've had. And so as a disclaimer, opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers and not Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated or Epsilon Eta Omega Chapter. The information being shared is based on do-it-yourself research publicly from publicly available sites and should not be considered as professional financial or investment advice. The ideas and strategies shared should never be used without first assessing your own personal situation and doing your own research. So rules of engagement, as always, we encourage you all to use the chat box on Facebook and we will try to get to any questions or comments that you have as we um, converse tonight with Lisa. So um, I'm excited to have you here tonight. How are you doing, Lisa? I am incredible. I'm excited too. I've been like, you know, doing <laughs> this, like, okay, looking Great. forward to tonight. Awesome. So just a little bit about our guest tonight. Lisa Puerto is an active licensed real estate broker and a national public educator. In 2019, through her brand and company, Ready Set Real Estate, she presented over 100 plus real estate and professional development webinars, workshops, and talks for the general consumer population and the real estate industry. So again, we're really excited to have you. You're amazing. You have amazing knowledge on entrepreneurship um, and real estate. So I want to just jump right in, acknowledging the social and political climate of COVID-19, civil unrest, um, racial tensions that we're dealing with right, right now. Why is it important to talk about real estate slash entrepreneurship now? Because we're, we're interested in building economic empowerment. So why is it important to talk about it now? I think this is an ideal time, especially right now, is because we are witnessing such a resurgence. This uprising is more of what I am defining as a renaissance among a nation, a community of people that have been exhibiting and experiencing um, suppression, oppression, repression. And what we're seeing is 
the symptoms of that, that a group of people have not been able to thrive and have all constantly been forced into survival mode. So now more than ever is a time to be exploring discussions on entrepreneurship, ownership in particular, so that we are self-empowering one another, ourselves, our families, our communities, and ultimately a nation. And what we see now is really the disparities that has been created in real estate. And there's a whole history about that. And the second part of that is there's such a concern right now of what this current COVID climate has created in terms of the economic uncertainty. You know, where's the market going? Is now a good time to invest? What should I be doing with my funds? Will I have a job tomorrow, right? And, and so we are shifting from thinking job security to now maybe I should really take that side hustle or that hobby or what I'm passionate about and be thinking about how to make an LLC from it, how to DBA it as a sole proprietor, how do I position myself so that I'm empowering myself and not, not relying on external forces. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, so empowering yourself, not relying on external forces, taking an account, um, taking into account the context, but learning how to pivot around that, I think are all really important things to keep in mind. And with that, I want to ask, what are some misconceptions that people might have about the real estate business or entrepreneurship in general? Ooh, that's such a loaded question. That's such a, <laughs> what are the misconceptions that people have about this business? Uh, that everything that shines or that is, you know, all pretty, that, that that's what it is. And that's, I've been a witness to that, especially with social media. And I think we've heard this in very, in different avenues and different careers is that the influencers per se, those who are, you know, kind of hyping up the business that that's what it is. When in reality, this takes a lot of grit more than anything. It takes a lot of discipline in terms of prospecting, marketing, relationship building, and really being disciplined with your resources as, as it relates to finances. So I think the biggest misconception is that you're gonna come out here and close your first deal and you're gonna make all this money, right? And I question that, especially at a time like this when we see right now that about 41% of the real estate industry is quote unquote unemployed. And that's because those agents actually work for franchise corporations that are W-2 as opposed to someone like myself who's an independent broker, I am in control of my destiny per se. Awesome. Wow. That 41% is, is important. That's an important number to pay attention to. So I thank you for sharing that information. Um, so you mentioned side hustling kind of sidepreneurship that people are getting involved in um, nowadays and understanding that it takes a lot of grit to keep going. Um, so my question to you is if people are engaging in side hustling and are thinking of starting a business, what are some things you suggest they consider? I think one of the things that I've been paying attention to and really just kind of connecting with people in my circle is what is giving you, what would you do if you weren't paid to do it? Mm -hmm. And I relate that to my business in real estate. There are times that I'll have transactions that don't close for 60, 90 days at a time, maybe even six months. I had a transaction, it took six months to close. Would I still be 
interested and motivated and, and still wanting to do it, knowing that I don't have a check for the next six months. And those are things that pay attention to when you're pursuing it. Don't get me wrong. I am all about real estate. I love this business. I love the opportunities that it affords me. One of the things I want to implore is that as you are venturing into exploring what you should be creating for yourself is, uh, is it something that you can expand? And is it something that you can employ other people? Will you be able to duplicate yourself and think about those exit strategies, right? Are you thinking that you're going to work in this forever? Because, you know, if, you're, if your audience is familiar with Rich Dad, Poor Dad and the Quadrant Cash Flow, right? There's a certain part of that Quadrant Cash Flow that you want to fall into. And ultimately it's being an investor, which means you are managing, delegating and uh, leveraging those resources and employing other people and earning those residuals. I love that. Thank you. Um, just the idea of expansion, right? Like take this goal that you're starting with and, and then move it more outwardly, like make it bigger and then making room for other people to be empowered through your dreams as well. I really love that you mentioned that, right? Like making jobs for other people Absolutely. is important and community building and empowering, building. empowering others as you empower yourself. Right. Um, so my next question to you is um, in terms of physical distancing, right? That's kind of what the world that we're living in right now. What are some strategies that you can suggest to our viewers about staying relevant in the time of physical distancing when you're, you know, wanting to start a business, trying to keep your business relevant? I love this question is because I've actually, that 100 plus content came from creating business or creating opportunities in the industry or for independent contractors in itself. Because what I do is a, as a real estate professional, I am an independent contractor, that entrepreneur. And what I've been wanting to show my industry colleagues is when you are not tied to, you know, brick and mortar or face-to-face -face meetings, how do you maintain rel being relevant? And here we are, we have all been thrust and forced into having to do business and think differently about marketing think differently about branding. And it's so perfect because now we have all these tools that I have shared about social media being a distribution channel. Mm -hmm. One strategy is doing something like this, which is what we call cross collaboration, uh, leveraging each other's networks and letting people know what it is that you do, what is your level of expertise. Um, if you have a product, and this is not exclusive to those who just have services, but even if you have a product, I know I tend to you know, promote my own products. I have no problem if somebody wants to give me a fancy something for my hair that I can shout out and say, well, this is why my hair is so curly, sponsored by, right? Mm -hmm. We have an opportunity to do that in various ways where it comes into you know, things from eyeglassware, eyewear, clothing, that we can cross promote and be relevant. So I would say, cross-promotion on uh, guest interviews. I would say podcasting. I do a class on that and show you how to set up your podcast in less than 10 minutes. And that's a great way to actually hack being found on Google search is because Google likes relevant content. It likes fresh content. So I think social media is a great way to leverage these opportunities and staying brand relevant. Right. So understanding how to navigate the social media space to maximize your visibility right. is something that people should try to pay attention and I, to and engage in. 
Right. And I say that, and I, I, I mentioned both social media, you know, video, because also there are a group of people that are not wanting to be on camera, which is why I, I am such an advocate of podcasting, because that's just your voice, your power of your voice, your insights. And when you're speaking and connecting from a place of your truth, people feel that, you know, that resonates with them, you, that, you know, you magnetize that to you. And so if you're expressing your truth and sharing that with your, with the world, it's amazing what opportunities will, will start to come to you. And that's really what happened with me. Ready, Set Real Estate was just that. How do I get my voice out here and show and share what we're doing with the youth community as it, as it relates to real estate literacy? And here we are. <laughs> that's awesome. And we're glad to, to have you, um, you be visible with us. Um, so what are some strategies or things that people need to know about starting a business. So what are three things that you can say um, are important to prioritize in terms of knowledge that people should be engaging with when they want to start a business? I think it's important to know. So here's the good news, you guys, that you literally can start your business in almost like 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, I started my first entrepreneur business when I was 18 as a notary public, and I still am to this day. And that's, you know, 22 decades later. And one of the things that I've learned since then is how quick, how easy it is to do it now, how easy to, to create that. So first things first, right? So think about entity structures. So that basically means, are you going to be a sole proprietor? Are you thinking an LLC, like a single member? Um, and also doing your due diligence because the reason why you want to ask those questions is because the tax efficiency. So I'm not one to say I'm trying to avoid taxes. I like to be tax efficient. What is the best tax structure for what I'm doing? And so sometimes it might be based on budget. It's okay to start off as soil pro sole proprietor and do, be, uh, do a DBA, like I DBA LA super agent. And then I grew and now I have an S Corp as Ready Set Real Estate. I didn't just come out the gate and I said, I'm just going to be this corporation. If you have the funds and financing, I get it. But for most, for the, for the most part, as you're starting this out, you can grow into it. So I think allow yourself to grow is the important thing to think about in terms of even as a strategy, because people get ahead of themselves and they start accumulating debt very quickly and trying to set up. So I would say first, you know, let's think about entity setup. The second thing is about marketing. What, how are you going to let people know about you, right? Is, and so that's, you know, a landing page. You don't need to have a five page, 10 page website. Don't do that. A single landing page about who you are, what your services are, and somewhere people can maybe pay. And we now have Cash App, Venmo. I mean, we have all these tools right now that is amazing for uh, uh, in independent and uh, uh, entrepreneurs, it's amazing what tools we have to collect payment and uh, exchange our services. So thinking about marketing, and that may be, are you going to be utilizing social media platforms? Are you going to be mailing out flyers and postcards? And the third thing is exit strategy. I, you know, I always like to say when all good things come to an end, you know, we feel all fuzzy and wonderful about everything, right? Including relationships. Be mindful you are in a relationship with your business and what is the end goal? Mm -hmm. What is the end goal? So thinking about that, and so I would recommend map, mapping out a blueprint of having 
What I like to do is a 90 day plan because for most uh, here in California, I think most states as well, I've, I've assisted other people setting up entities in other states or at least consulting with them. You're looking at a four to six week window and there's publication, you know, publishing the business. There's a filing with the secretary of state and all the details that goes in that. So I would give yourself a 90 day window from inception of idea to execution of what you need to do, paying the fees and then full launch and using that business, you know, as your DBA or your LLC and letting people know. So those are things to keep in mind. It's usually those are the three core things is what I've been seeing. And I, I that and here's what get this Cleo. Here's why this is on top of mind. Uh, I, my, my partner and I are actually starting another business and we just put the blueprint yesterday. So it's on the top of my, I'm starting another business. <laughs> well, thank you so much. That's really, um, all of those three strategies are so important. Just hearing you speak, I can hear you talk forever. I feel right. like it's full of all of this wonderful knowledge but we are out of time. 15 minutes is quick. Um, so I know that we can find you at lasuperagent.com. Are there any other websites that you would like or any other social media outlets that you would like to share tonight where people can find you or websites that you would like to share with people tonight um, just for general information on entrepreneurship and real estate? Yeah, thank you. So lasuperagent.com and I would definitely keyword ready, set real estate in your favorite podcast app and that's available anywhere and you can catch any of our entrepreneur series is up. I did a 16 uh, classes for entrepreneurs that's available for free on the podcast. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for joining us tonight. This is our last webisode of the series. And this was such a beautiful note to end it on having our guest Lisa Puerto with us. And we hope to see you next time with our next round of webisodes. Take care and stay safe. Good night. Good night. I just saw in the chat box where she said time is up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nicole is good for um, <laughs> for keeping time. You guys did so good though. Thank you. Good. <laughs> time goes so fast. What is that? 15 minutes? Oh my goodness. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad. I, I'm glad. And it it's so funny because those things were top of mind because I we're literally structuring another entity out and I've done this so many times and I'm like, yeah, it actually comes down to the entity, the marketing and your exit strategy. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that was good. All of that was good. Yay. I hope that you got what you wanted out. <laughs> I did, I did, I feel good about it. I actually not feel, cause when I looked at the last video, I was like, gosh, I clearly was either having a therapy session that I needed <laughs> to just vent and be like, well, this is going on, hey Jerry. I was like, well, this is going on. But today I felt like, you know, we were able to touch on those entrepreneur questions, as you said. <laughs> you guys did a great job. I was laughing, though. I said, Nicole.